This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everybody, welcome back. It's episode 14 of the Golden Bee Podcast, Wednesday, March 9th, 2022, and I promised you that I would get to the BC Lions bit of news that I grabbed last week, and I haven't seen a lot this week. Uh, I think the biggest thing right now for the Lions is just moving toward the regular season and the start of training camp. Um, obviously, you're going to be a very different team this season, but the Lions had added two American-born players to the roster uh, last week, running back Bruce Anderson the third and a wide receiver, Alexander Hollins. Uh, Anderson the third was uh, with the Elks last season, the Edmonton Elks, uh, suited up for three games, uh, seven punts for 170 yards. Uh, Ruskin had worked out as early as 2019 with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and with the Indianapolis Colts on their practice roster. Um, so a couple of ads for the BC Lions, but um, things are percolating along there, but I'm not really as focused on that news yet when you've got uh, Vancouver Warriors lacrosse, you've got Canadians, Vancouver Canadians baseball. Of course, you have Canucks, so they're going to be uh, the biggest draw, and you've got Whitecaps soccer, so much more interesting um, time. I think our attention and focus will move to the CFL I think we keep a, keep an eye on it through the offseason, but definitely like in May-June, so a lot more stuff going on there. Um, but the Vancouver Canadians have their exhibition on Wednesday, April 6th, at Nat Bailey Stadium, as we said last time, first baseball game there since August 30th, 2019. Uh, the Canadians take on the UBC Thunderbirds baseball team for 10 bucks. so that's got that's got to be a cool little uh, preview to start the season. Um, you know, we haven't seen... Baseball at Nat Bailey since, you know, 2019. Um, and looking at the Canadians' uh, breakdown here. So the game uh, is Wednesday, April 30th, or Wednesday, April 6th, uh, pardon me. Gates at 5, first pitch at 6. Uh, Seven-inning game, all proceeds split between the clubs. Uh, easy to purchase tickets. Uh, just to note, too, though, um, that the Vancouver Canadians roster hasn't been set. Just looking at the club's website here. Um, determined by the Toronto Blue Jays, obviously, uh, will be announced in April. Haven't revealed the coaching staff for the Canadians yet either. Um, so just looking down to a little bit, I, I actually should be following this uh, University British Columbia baseball program. Uh, I don't know why I haven't been, but there's some probably some good baseball to be had there, especially if there's you know they're continuing and I know they're making progress on the Major League Baseball's lockout, but. Uh, if you like the game of baseball, I know maybe sometimes it's quite not quite the talent level uh, or perceived talent level of Major League Baseball. Um, and that's why I always loved the Canadians when it was a AAA team because then it was really, really close uh, when you see AAA baseball. And you can see the difference between a single-A or a high-A team and a AAA team uh, in terms of the player development, in terms of the players themselves. Um, but this UBC baseball program... Eight conference championships, uh, a fourth place showing at the NAIA World Series. Um, 
it's been a powerhouse for two decades. Now it's got some players who've turned into uh, Major League Baseball players. Uh, Colorado Rockies ace Jeff Francis. Um, looking at uh, coaching staff here, Chris Pritchett, who uh, 13-year professional baseball career, international scout for the Boston Red Sox. Um, Pritchett had worked with the Canadians in 2007 when the Canadians were an affiliate of the Oakland Athletics. Um, and so a little breakdown here too. The Seas actually get underway April 8th in Spokane. So they're in Spokane, Washington to play the Spokane Indians, who are a Colorado Rockies affiliate. They're at six games set against the Tri-City Dust Devils, which are the, are the Los Angeles Angels affiliate. And as we've said, they return to Natville on April 19th against the Eugene, uh, Oregon Giants for their home opener. So Canadians baseball is starting to percolate again and some interesting stuff going on there. Uh, Warriors lacrosse. So Vancouver Warriors lacrosse, um, 14-12 loss. Uh, to the Halifax Thunderbirds. Uh, obviously, they're in Nova Scotia, Halifax, Nova Scotia for that game. Uh, Vancouver led 5-3 after one quarter and 10-7 at the half, but lost 14-12. to So, unfortunately for the Warriors, you know, they slip to 5-5 uh, five and five on the season, which is a bit disappointing for them, considering the way they uh, started. They're holding down the final uh, playoff spot in the Western Conference in the NLL, though. So I'd love to see a Warriors playoff game. I mean, there's still some of the season to go. Um, the Warriors do play five of their final eight games at Rogers Arena. And I'm going to be there this Saturday, March the 12th, when the Toronto Rock of the NLL fly west to face off against the Warriors. But it's kind of heartbreaking for the uh, for the Warriors who started the season so well. Um but they're not out of it by any means at 5-5, five and five, but hopefully they can step it up a little bit this week. I'd like to see a win again after I saw them play in early February. Uh, Whitecaps news, the Vancouver Whitecaps, um, you know, 0-0 draw at home. Uh, this past Saturday, watched the first half against uh, New York City FC, who won the MLS in 2021. And positive news after Maxime Crepeau departed, um... This past offseason, Thomas Sassel was named MLS Team Player of the Week. So that's awesome for week two. Um, he recorded four saves uh, this past weekend in that game against New York. Um, it, it was a clean sheet for him, which is awesome. Um, and the Whitecaps are back in action uh, against the Houston Dynamo this coming Saturday, March the 12th at 3.30. And it's live on TSN and an AM 7.30 radio. I'm just looking at it. And as we know, the next Whitecaps home game is not till April 2nd against Sporting Kansas City. Um, but it's good to see they put in a much better effort than that 4 nothing loss to start the season. Uh, watched the first half. Thought the Caps were significantly more effective uh, based on what I saw uh, in that first half. And so I know it looks like, and it is an 0-2. Well, it's not really an 0-2. It's a loss and a a draw to start the season. Um, but there's still a long way to go. But positive news for Thomas Sassal, who's named uh, to the MLS Team of the Week. Um, I think people are going to wonder, people are wondering what's going to happen with Hassal this season, just based on the fact that Crapo left. And Crapo was such a big part of last year's team. And so moving around here, going to move down to look at the Vancouver Canucks, who play the Montreal Canadiens tonight, starting a seven-game homestand against Montreal 
Washington Capitals, Tampa Bay Lightning, New Jersey Devils, Detroit Red Wings, Calgary Flames, and Buffalo Sabres between the 9th and 20th of March. They have seven games at home. And so obviously a lot of things, you know, I'm still swirling around the Canucks. Uh, the biggest one being uh, the trade de- NHL trade deadline is approaching and all this talk about uh, trading the likes of JT Miller, trading the likes of Brock Besser, um, which to me in a lot of ways is ridiculous. I don't think fans remember and all their anger about Markstrom, Tanev, Toffoli and Stetcher leaving, um, obviously in large part the fault of Jim Benning has resumed to either A, not bring those players back, not sign them or whatever, and now we're talking about trading players like Miller. And I understand people are concerned about, you know, Miller, if you sign him and you give him a big contract and he gets to that point in, in his career uh, where he could be declining, um, but I just can't believe you uh, want to trade a, a player of that caliber at this point. And yeah, the Canucks are kind of in a playoff race and, you know, I don't think they're going to make it. I think the blame there falls squarely on Francesco Accolini, who didn't have enough wisdom or enough knowledge to want to basically make that change in the offseason, getting rid of Jim Benning and getting rid of Travis Green, to be honest with you. It was clearly that those uh, two guys were not working out. Benning had been here for seven years by that point, and they still had to start the season with that general manager in place, which I find baffling. Uh, you know, I think the coaching and GM change had been made last season, considering how things went. I know the Canucks suffered through COVID, but they were just, just awful last season. And I know it was that all-Canadian division, um, but a lot of people thought that would be the end of Jim Benning's tenure here, and it wasn't. Uh, and I think that's surprising is an understatement to say the least. Uh, but, you know, the Canucks have really righted that ship under Boudreaux. I think we're still going to see... Um, what the plans are for Jim Rutherford and the management team evaluating this team. Um, because, you know, I, I still don't think it's over yet. And, I, you know, they got the seven-game homestand. They're not really in a playoff spot. They're close. Um, you know, they have a better record under Boudreaux. Um, but, you know, I still don't quite think they're going to get there. Uh, I think if they'd made that change in the offseason, uh, I think they would have had a better chance. Uh, so the Canucks were 28-4 and four since Budo replaced Green on, on December 5th. Um, the Canucks started 8-0-1 under Budro uh, and then lost three straight road games, and then are 12-5-3 since then. All right, so, uh, you know, there's been so many changes in the front office and the organization itself, but honestly, you know, that, that ownership blew it by not making those changes to those uh, two positions in the offseason. I think it would have been a substantially different team to start this season. Uh, looking at some other uh, quick news uh, on the website offsite from Rob Williams from last week um, about talking about trading six mid-level players, right? So uh, Tanner Pearson could be one, but Tanner Pearson has a no-trade clause. Um, Pearson has last week had 25 points in 51 games. Um, you know, I really liked a couple years back and they didn't keep Toffoli when it was Horvat, Pearson, and Toffoli. That was a fantastic second line. Um, so we've got Pearson up there. Uh, we've got Jason Dickinson who was brought in in the offseason, just six points in 49 games. That is not great. Uh, that's so far to date the worst season of his NHL career. Uh, he has only one more assist than, than uh, Thatcher Demko to this point. 
And so I don't know what's going to happen with a guy like with a guy like uh, Dickinson, uh, but that was a um, a Jim Vanning move that's that's backfired. Um, he is a buyout candidate this summer, which is at least somewhat encouraging. Um, but that's a move that didn't work out. So um, we're just going to look down the list here. We've got a few minutes left in the podcast. Tyler Myers, uh, who I think has had a better season. I'm not going to dig too much. It's all defensemen: Hamannik, Travis Hamannik, Pullman. And then obviously Yaroslav Halak, who's not played well recently, but uh, rumor that he will not waive his no-trade clause. Okay, so that's episode 14. We're going to do podcast, and I'm going to get to some Vancouver Giants stuff this week, but I wanted to do... Uh, this on, is the Golden you know, V things like Podcast. The, the Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver Canada so we talk to you talking to Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, the Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area.